Welcome to Driving Theology. It is a February morning in allergy season. I may be a little bit sniffly today. Uh, so, what's been going on with you guys? I just got back from a bicycle ride with my doggy. Uh, trying to get him some exercise. I've been so busy the last several days. Really not wanting to get outside any more than I have to. And actually I had to be outside a lot recently because I've been rebuilding my uh, wood deck that's outside of my dining room of my house, which I built about 10 years ago, sometime 2008 or 2009, I don't remember exactly, I think it was early 2009 when I built it, and uh, it's, you know, it lasted 10 years, it probably could have gone another year without anybody dying, um, but my, my uh, deck is suspended, it's, it's pretty high up uh, on, the, on the deepest end, I'd say it's probably... treated lumber on top um, and I but I did not treat it as you're supposed to do from time to time to make it last longer um, and so now I'm having to replace uh, the the decking the, the, the floorboards if you will uh, and and I had to uh, do some work on the substructure there's a little rot down there uh, water rot that I had to deal with and uh, but I got all that done, got the decking almost on it. It would have been on by now, but it ran out of screws last night. <laughs> so I have to get some today and maybe finish in the morning. Um, and uh, yeah, trying to get that ready for the spring, summer barbecue season that's coming up. And have some nice parties there.
question between, you know, do I need to rebuild or just restore? Uh, how much should I renovate? Uh, how much of what I built before uh, did I design well, or is there a way that I can design it better? And so, as I as I look at this project, and, and really I have free reign except for budget, you know, which of course is a barrier, and and also just the space I have. I, I, nobody nobody tells me what I need to do on on the deck. That's kind of a <laughs> it's one of the few places in my life where uh, I have uh, free free reign to to kind of do as I will. That my my wife doesn't get too involved in that those decisions. Um, not because I wouldn't let her, it's because she's just not that interested, I guess. And I'm gonna sneeze. So, sorry. Oh, sorry about that. Ah. And, uh, yes. We didn't know I have allergies. Um. So, yeah, that's kind of been, uh, dominating, dominating my my life and I kind of want to tie that into what I talked about last week I don't think I already posted last week's podcast uh, could have been two weeks ago I don't remember now but it was uh, on deconstructing <laughs> uh, when you have something that has been built there's no way to know unless you built it yourself there's no way to know how it was built unless you take it apart Because there are parts that hide other parts, and that's just the, the nature of construction of anything, right? Uh, if you want to know how something was built from the inside out, you've got to deconstruct it. You've got to take it apart. And I, I had friends who, were, who loved taking things apart. That was something that they were really into. And I, I've gotten more into that now that I'm an adult and, and, you know, have to fix toys and things for my kids and, and want to save money instead of having to buy something new, I always try to fix it. So I guess I got that from my dad. I think my dad was one of those people that liked to deconstruct things, oh, for sure. And that I think he's passed some of that on to me anyway, uh, though I'm not as mechanical as he is. Um, but, you know, how much of what you've built... You know, let's say that you've built your life. Your life is is a structure. Your life uh, is a is a house of your own making, right? It's an edifice that you have uh, erected over over years, uh, and it is built in just such and such a way as to be distinguishable uh, as your life, right? We we know it's yours everybody's is different you know what are the building blocks of your life what's what's you know once you get down to the substructure and then from the substructure to the foundation you know what is your life built upon uh, what, what are the cornerstones uh, that you've built your life on and are they and are they sound are they are they strong uh, have they um, have they withstood the test of time? Have they done what they were built to do? Um, and and these usually uh, in your life are going to be the things uh, things that you believe to be true. 
right? That's that's the foundation of your life. There are certain truths that you hold uh, that, in some way, shape, or form, determine the way your life uh, works uh, and the trajectory uh, on which it it rides, right? On the trajectory of your life. Um, drinking some Brazilian coffee. Don't tell my partner. Um, it's actually not that bad. Uh, and, uh, so as I took this deck apart in the, you know, the top had rotted, but that was kind of foreseen. And so I had, I had put that together with screws knowing that at some point I'll probably have to take that apart and replace those. I mean, that's pretty normal, right? The outside of your life, or the outside of the, <laughs> let's just stick with the deck for a while. The, the outside of the deck is the, is the part that is exposed to nature the most, right? Um, it's the part that, that takes the, the wind and the sun and the rain uh, and the freezing and, the, and all that stuff. Uh, it takes the blunt. It's the it's the outer armor, if you will, of the structure. And then under that, under the floorboards, which I ripped all those out. Um, then then I can see the substructure, and the substructure is uh, a series uh, of, uh, in in the case of the deck, two by sixes um, that hold. Uh, that make the shape of the floor uh, and and give a place to attach the boards uh, and they all work together to make a singularly strong floor area right uh, but then uh, oh and so the, and so the wood uh, where where the the substructure was exposed right there, there are gaps between the boards on purpose to let air uh, flow, right? So the dirt that is trapped there won't sit there uh, because dirt uh, attracts moisture uh, and it's moisture that rots out wood. And so the little spaces, the little, you know, I don't know, half centimeter or less between each uh, floorboard, there are places where those, of course, cross the substructure or also known as the floor joists right uh, and that little spot between the boards and where the substructure goes uh, in the opposite direction or crossways at you know the floorboards go one way the grid the, 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 the uh, floor joists go the opposite direction there's just this little patch uh, where the dirt can sit on that floor joist uh, and collect over the 10 years, and presumably because I did not uh, power wash the deck, um, that you know dirt accumulated over 10 years, and then moisture accumulated there, and then that caused the rot. So there were places uh, where there was some floor rot on the substructure that had gotten through. And I'd hoped that would not be the case. Uh, I wasn't sure what I'd find when I open the boards, but I, I, had, I had treated the wood underneath the uh, 
floor um, to to hopefully not rot out. But over the 10 years, you know, slowly, surely, some rot did develop under there in the two by six floor joists. And so what I had to do, see, I never, I never planned on replacing those. I thought those would last because of the treatment that I did and the fact that they're below the floor boards. But I was wrong. I miscalculated. They did rot, and part of it's because I just did not prepare well enough for it and did not maintain them. And so a lot of those boards were held in not by screws, but by nails. I had put them in with nails. Uh, and so that was a lot harder to take out. That, that took a lot more uh, elbow grease, if you will, to remove some of those boards. And what I did with those boards is remove the rot, uh, cleaned out all the rot, and then flipped them over. And the bottoms were still good. It's the tops that were exposed uh, in places here and there that rotted out. So I just flipped them over. And, and I... Uh, yeah, I uh, flipped them over and then the bottoms were all good and that was about four or five board boards that I ended up flipping over that were either exposed to weather or had some floor rot. So I dug out all the floor rot, cleaned that out, uh, and then flipped them over because the board structure was still good, even though some of it had rot rotted out. Uh, they were still thick enough to hold plenty of weight. Uh, so I did that and then I repainted or retreated the entire structure. Again, all of the places that had rotted out got new treatment. Even though the bottom boards had already been painted, I mean, the bottoms of the boards that I flipped over, I mean, painted and repainted those, repainted the ones that didn't rot out, uh, and that did the trick. And then I did some redesigning as well. There's some, the, the, the traffic pattern that I had designed originally, though, though somewhat aesthetically pleasing, was not the best use of space. And so I ripped out four of the boards uh, for that structure, put in four new ones, uh, and and redesigned the traffic pattern. See, I, the traffic needs to go across my deck uh, from one side to the other, not not from inside the house, but from one side of the yard to the next, because the, duck, the deck kind of cuts off the yard. And so by putting the stairs in a slightly different place, I maximized the use of the space on the deck. And then I even added some new space. I wanted a little more capacity. And so while I'm down there, uh, I figured out a way to add a little more floor space to the deck. Uh, and so I rebuilt that. And so the last uh, three days I've been putting, or two days I've been putting new decking boards on top drilling the holes and screwing those in uh, and I'm nearly finished with that that's why I was talking about I ran out of screws but even below the floor joists okay there is a, a huge beam and the beam uh, is held in place by three uh, three columns if you will three legs and those legs are concreted into the ground and so the entire deck cantilevers okay, connects to my the house's foundation on one end 
and then cantilevers over this beam uh, and because my house is on a slope it kind of shoots out right so that makes that one end of the deck really high where the, the house side is a little bit lower and so I had to look at that structure as well to see how that had fared and I had treated that somewhat uh, but there are a few places here and there that needed a little bit more paint a little bit more TLC the ends that were exposed a little bit to weather down there uh, needed to be trimmed uh, and uh, one one area of that substructure uh, had a little bit of rot just the way the floor worked out it dripped right in the wrong place and so I had to cut that rot out but because I needed that structure I had to graft in another piece of wood that was still good into that spot so I had to cut it out and shape it and get a piece of wood that fit just the right size and graft that and glue and screw that piece of wood in in order to hold the floor joist above that and then of course the floorboards above that and so that was all uh, done uh, and the foundations themselves though, though two of the legs are free and clear one leg is getting a little too much debris around it because of the, the depth in which I buried it and so that one really needs some you know that one leg uh, needs a little bit of TLC uh, to clear the debris from sitting around it um, that gathers under this entire structure. Uh, and so you have the concrete feet, the three poles, the huge beam that sits on the three poles, the floor joists, and then the floor above that. Uh, and then of course there'll be a railing, and now I'm planning on putting a roof above the entire structure to make kind of an outdoor room, if you will. That's the next step. Um, but until then, uh, you know, getting just the structure sound again uh, is, is what I'm after. Now that I've placed a new section uh, in the, uh, uh, a, new, a new section, right? I added a little more floor space to the structure to add a little bit more uh, room. That also needs to be probably supported in a new way, so I may need to add uh, new support for that end of the structure. Uh, but generally speaking, that's, you know, that's, that's how the thing is built. Uh, concrete, three wood poles, a big beam to hold the floor joists. Uh, the floor joists on one end uh, are fastened to the foundation of my house. On the other end, they sit on this huge beam and cantilever out over it. <clears throat> and then the floor joists uh, are, are, you know, holding up the floor itself, and and that's yeah, that's that's the thing, right? So, talking about what the foundation of your life is, you know, what are the things you believe to be true? Uh, it's not really that simple. There's more down there than you realize, and and. You know, if you, if you see rot on the surface, uh, it could just be surface rot, but chances are things go a little bit deeper. And the deeper the rot goes, the more important or, or the more compromised the entire structure can be. And so getting getting down to that, if you if you see some 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 problems in your life. Uh, you're going to need to start 
getting down to the nitty-gritty uh, of what's going on and, and deconstructing uh, is a wonderful way to do that. If, if, here's what I would say that, that my guess is that every single person needs to deconstruct in some way. That's my guess. But let's just say that that's not true. I would say uh, some of the red flags, this is just my opinion, right? Some of the red flags that I would look for that would tell me that you need to deconstruct some of the floor rot, if you will, in your life uh, would be um, addiction, problem with relationships. say depression I realize depression is a medical condition and so I'm using that in a non-medical way you know somebody who's depressed is not necessarily clinically depressed uh, and I would say uh, if, if you need to get help for that counseling or uh, a psychologist or a psychiatrist by all means do that get down to the medical uh, your medical foundation and what's going on there that's that's always a good thing to do um, I'm not talking about that here so I'm not a medical professional so don't don't get me wrong but but some of the, the the reasons for deconstructing is that your life is not the way you think it should be if you if you're looking at your life and saying there's supposed to be more Things are supposed to be better than this. I just sense that something's off. Don't ignore that. That, that. That's a that's a good sense that you have there. I think I think almost every person in life, in their life, every person looks at their own life and has this feeling at one point or another. It's, it's supposed to be more than this. There's supposed to be more. This cannot be all. Now, the, the Christian with a certain eschatology uh, will tell you, well, yeah, life sucks. Just endure it. Uh, because, you know, it's, it's going to be horrible. You're not supposed to, to see any light until... God comes back and punishes the wicked and saves the righteous, right? Takes you to heaven. You have to endure until heaven. I don't know. I, I don't see that in Jesus' ministry. Uh, when, when Jesus says, I have come to give you life, right? I have come to give you abundant life. Uh, I think he's talking about a reality in which you can live now, in which you don't have to say, there should be more things are supposed to be better or, or 
why isn't anything working? I, I think you can you can have contentment in this life. Okay, and it doesn't mean settling. I think it's just a a a what's the word? A dimension that you can start to perceive that will illuminate all the good around you and shed light on the, on the things that are off in a way that you can look at them and, and see their place in all of this. Um, it's not that life, it's not that life is perfect now. Right? I don't, I don't think any, anybody's, uh, so lacking in intelligence that they would look at the world as it is today and say, and say this is this is the best of all possible worlds, as Voltaire uh, says in Candide. Um, I don't think anybody would imagine this is the best of all possible worlds. Um, but I think there is a way to understand this world that will make sense of it. But I think that is worth uh, looking into. And, and I think real, real happiness, real contentment uh, can be achieved in this life. I, I, I have to believe that. Uh, I don't believe that. I would have to believe that Jesus causes death. And, and in some way delights in death to think that he has put only happiness on the other side of it. You know, if that was the case, uh, it'd be sort of like, you know, putting up with your spinach so that you can get cake. Right? It'd be a necessary uh, passageway. Uh, but I think Jesus came here to bring heaven on earth. On earth as it is in heaven is in his Lord's prayer. <laughs> heaven is supposed to be the reality, the governing reality uh, on earth, just as it is in heaven. And in some sense it is now. And when you see that, I think you can, you can achieve uh, a, a better uh, outlook, a better worldview, if you will. Uh, and that worldview can, can give you contentment, and you can see, I think, the beauty and the good in this world when you do that. Um, man, I don't know how I got on that tangent. I have to listen to that again. I have no idea how I got there. So, let's go back to deconstructing. Um, what, are, what, are the, what are the floor joists of your life? What are, the, what are the things that you hold dear, the values that you have, the things that you believe that are just below the surface, uh, that are holding up uh, your visible or your, your, your outer life? Um, I suppose these would be the, the kind of principles that come up in everyday life. Uh, probably things that everybody values or understands uh, to some extent things like honesty, hard work, uh, perseverance, um, goodwill, 
charity. there are other ones that are probably there uh, that are are not good, that have been rotted somewhat. Uh, things that you might believe. Things like competition. And, you know, uh, dog eat dog and, and uh, different things that you believe like, well, that's just how the world works. You know, things that you say like this that are... <laughs> in that substructure that uh, are things that you believe um, that that kind of have a big impact on the way your life works out in the real world right what are those what are those little beliefs that are um, there on the surface right uh, and then you get down to to the to the the structure below that right foundational structures um, that are just below the surface there. Sorry, I'm going to have to do something here. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I think I'm going to turn it anyway. Yeah, be right. Um... You know, these would be perhaps things that that uh, societal uh, or cultural um, mores or morals uh, that people live by, um, laws or rules or social structures um, that actually have a very direct impact on the way that you um, live your life. Uh, some of the ones that, you know, we get from America, things like, you know, take care of yourself or you got to do you, you know, these individualistic types of things that come out of the West. Sorry for my sniffling. I'm having allergic stuff going on right now. spray um yeah sorry this is this is uh yeah keeping it raw here you guys now know that I squirt my nose with allergy stuff isn't that wonderful uh these things that that actually have a lot of say on your life right uh, the substructure and then below that what, what, are the, what are the foundational things that you believe right I think I think a lot of uh, if I were to think about the West uh, say that that have been believed in the last hundred years uh, I would say one of those sub things that people people believe that that 
greatly influence everything else in their life is that there is a God, right? I would say people believe that. And above that, you know, the, the, the floor joists are what they believe about God, right? What kind of God do they believe? But I'd say one of those pillars down below are that they believe that there is a God. Uh, and I think another, another Western thought, another pillar thought, that may be parallel to the, the belief in God is Western exceptionalism. That somehow the West is meant to be the ruling, the ruling race or the ruling class of the world. And we see that in, uh, uh, in the structure of empire, right? The fact that empire was a thing in the 1500s on, 1400s on, um, shows that that's a a foundational belief. It's something that's gone on for so long. Actually, I guess you could say it goes back to the Greeks, the Greeks, the Romans, and then from there into Europe and, and on. It probably goes for thousands of years. The fact that somehow there is a, a European slash Western Exceptionalism, that, that, that racially we are better, stronger, that we uh, somehow uh, are entitled to more. Uh, that's probably one of the substructures that I would say are in uh, Western society. And I think it's probably parallel, unfortunately, to the fact that, that they believe there is a God. Somehow, the substructure will will reveal that they believe that somehow God uh, is backing them. And this is easy to see. Even from the times of, you know, the, the Greeks and the Romans, they always got their power or their prophecies or whatever from the gods. Uh, and this just transferred to... Christian God via Constantine when he started painting uh, crosses on his army's shield and believed that that was protecting him in battle, giving him victory. Um, you know, what are these substructures, these huge beliefs that uh, have determined everything above it? Um, I guess another substructural belief might be that there is no God, right? Uh, that, that the foundation, your foundation is that God does not exist. And therefore you would perhaps believe in the exceptionalism of man over animal or over earth or whatever. You might be a worshiper of mankind. Figuring out, you know, especially if you're a young man or a young woman in your in your 20s, for example. I'm not sure you can do this earlier than that, but if you could, great. I think the earlier you get down to and 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 
reveal your own structure. Even though you were present in the making of it, uh, much of it you just accepted without ever looking deeper from your parents, right? What your parents believed and what their parents believed and what their parents believed. Uh, you know, to, to the infinite level is part of your substructure for, for better or for worse. And if you don't like it, if it doesn't, if it doesn't sit well with you, right? And you may not know if you like it or not until you get down there and find out what it is. Uh, it needs to be replaced, right? Replace it with a better one. Get down to your, your, you know, the fundamental fundamental beliefs in your life get all the way down there and make sure that they're good spend time there first you can't spend time with the floorboards you know you could just keep uh, repairing each little piece of rot on the floorboards you know but that that kind of work would take you forever I mean it's not gonna it's not gonna fix anything in the long run it's gonna keep you really busy and that I think that's what most of us are doing we've got these rotten parts in our life we're going around trying to patch these little rotten places another one pops up we go over there and we just keep flying around trying to keep this floor intact trying to keep us from uh, falling through it uh, that we don't realize that perhaps a little bit work a little bit of work below the floor uh, would would make everything better you know um, a little bit of maintenance Choosing, choosing better things, you know. Um, yeah, this is, this is. Yeah, I don't know how this is. How you're gonna take this? Uh, if you're not like me and you're not into structures and building things, then you may hate what I just said. It may make no sense to you whatsoever. Uh, but I want you to know that there are layers. Uh, what I believe right now is that there are layers to what you believe. And you don't necessarily know what the bottom layers are until you start digging, right? Or deconstructing, if you will. Uh, getting down there, looking at things, uh, and doing the work, and then rebuilding your life from the structure up, uh, I think, uh, is the purpose of deconstruction. Don't accept all the floor joists in your life, all these little social things and, and things that you've received from your family or for your, from your country uh, that you haven't done your due diligence uh, in discovering whether they are true uh, or helpful.